Yo, what up? It's your boy, Jay Stone, and you tuned in to my new podcast, Stone Motivation. On this podcast right here, I will be speaking with artists and business owners about their come-up stories. So if you're an artist or you're a business owner and you want to talk about your story, how you got started, the ins and out, this is the platform that you need to be on. Everybody got a story, and we're looking forward to hearing yours. going on ladies and gentlemen i am your host maul along with my boy js to the stone yeah tonight we have a special guest mr richie sparrow himself how you doing tonight doing pretty good doing pretty good appreciate y'all having me on no problem man we trying to you know the first five portfolio here not on for rappers actors models but bringing on people like yourself who help people try to find homes and try to make their, you know, dream homes come true. For sure. So, first of all, tell us about yourself and, you know, how you got into wanting to do real estate. Yeah, man. Uh, So, like you said, my name is uh, Richie Sparrow. Uh, I do go by Everett. Uh, That is my real name. Um, But a lot of people call me Richie. Um, you can call me either one, uh, but I got into uh, real estate basically by, uh, I've always been a salesman, always been, uh, always been trying to hustle, you know, it's all about the dollar. That's really, really comes down to, um, in, in any situation, but, um, I've been waiting tables. Uh, I've sold a uh, cut coast service. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've done it all, man. And uh, one day I was waiting tables and I talked to a guy and he was selling real estate and, um, he just, it, it was just a joy and, um, just the joy he had about it. And, uh, it really turned me on. And from there, man, I just kind of, I took the test and, and from there I've been kind of just helping people out, man. Uh, okay. and I, I, I really enjoy it. Okay. Well, it's kind of like everything kind of aligned up to you, like, like the universe just sent him your way and everything just started to go up from there. Yeah, man, it's crazy how it worked out because uh, his dad actually is the guy I work for now. So it's it's crazy how it uh, worked out. Oh man, yeah, one generation crazy. Yeah, that's 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 God right there. Exactly, exactly. All right, so so tell us, you know, how is the real estate game different from anything anybody else has ever done? Versus just like, you know, just having to just go out there and an everyday job. Because we know you got to, you know, you got to, you know, you got to know your customers. For sure. For sure. Um, first thing I do, man, when I, when I talk to somebody, um, uh, other than talking about houses, it's always building rapport with somebody, um, getting to know them, getting to know if they got kids, stuff like that, you know, personal stuff, just, mm-hmm. just make, just making people feel comfortable. Um, because when it comes to buying a home, um, basically, man, I mean, it, it's a, it's a big decision. So people want to feel comfortable with you. So, I mean, that's a big part of it right there. I mean, that, that's probably the main part when it comes to me, man. It's just it's just building that rapport with my clients. Right, making them feel just like family. Exactly, exactly. I understand that. So what, what does it take for you to qualify to get a home? Uh, so in this market we're in right now, man, with uh, COVID and all that stuff going on, it's a couple of different things that come into effect. Uh, you got to have a certain credit score. Um, and also you have to, uh, be, in, have a, uh, certain amount of employment. Basically you, you can't basically be, uh, just starting a job. You gotta be, uh, I guess, I guess I should say certified. You, you gotta be working that job for at least a year and a half, two years, um, and, and have that income so you can show your lenders that you can afford this home. 
Um, now with Biden coming into office, he's going to put into some uh, some some different first time owner, um, excuse me, first time buyer uh, programs that makes it a little bit easier. But until that happens, man, uh, right now with this COVID, I will say it's a little bit difficult, but it is possible. Okay, so what's the what's the ideal credit score range for anybody that's a first time home buyer that's maybe had a job for like maybe two three years going on that's maybe looking to settle on? I would say uh, right around a six twenty to a six thirty. Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. So let let's say I'm looking for a home and I got two kids. You know, I want a you know a nice size yard to where you know I can have family friends over. Nice size sure. backyard. And something that's not too big but not too small. So how would you go about you know scouting out the you know right locations and everything? So it sounds like right there, just off jump, it sounds like you would want to be in the county. It sounds like you would want to be in the city, um, especially with kids, stuff like that. I mean, don't get me wrong, nothing wrong with being in the city, but when it comes to having that land, most of the time being in the city, you're not going to be able to have that land just because it's so compact. So I would definitely start you off by looking in uh, Campbell County, maybe Appomattox, somewhere where we can get you a little bit of space. Shout out, shout out to the country. Hey, shout out <laughs> to the country, yeah. For sure, man. I mean, that's what it comes down to, man. Out there in the country, you can definitely, y'all know, man, you can definitely get a little bit of privacy. Oh, yeah, most, most definitely. So, with, with that being said, does, what, do they have to put down a certain amount when it comes to buying a house or within a certain price range? Like, so, how, we got, how does that work out? so, we got different programs. Um, and uh, and I would basically send you over to my lender to get into more depth uh, into a question like that. But ju- just the basics, um, we got we got different programs or, or should I say different types of loans. Um, so if you're a first time home buyer um, and you're looking to buy in the county, you'll probably go with a USDA loan, which is going to be no down payment. Um, but you're you're also going to have a limit also. Um, and then when it comes to uh, buying in the city. Uh, you're probably going to have a uh, FHA loan, which is going to have a 3.5% down of whatever the purchase price of the house is. So m- most likely you're not going to spend, uh, if you're putting a down payment down, you're not going to spend over, I'd say, $10,000 if you're putting down a down payment. That's not bad right there. Yeah, that's really bad. Yeah, I know, right? That's really yeah, bad. I, yeah, I, yeah, honestly, man, a lot of people overthink it. Uh, but it's, it's it's very possible, man. A lot of people out here are paying rent, and you're and you're really all you're doing is paying somebody else's mortgage, and that's the easiest way to say it. Okay. Yeah, a lot of people think you know are thinking now, why well, pay for an apartment when I can just go ahead and just buy a home, buy a home yeah. and just settle on in because I know this is where I'm gonna be for a long time to come. Exactly, and 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 usually when you're living in the city, the amount of the the the, the amount you're paying in rent. It's, it's probably going to be a, the amount you would be paying in in a, in a mortgage. Excuse me, for a mortgage. Okay. You got any questions for him? I mean, he pretty much answered all of my questions. Like, I'm just soaking all this game that he's giving right now. So, if anybody wants to, you know, do what you do, how would they go about, you know, wanting to become a realtor? What are the steps they have to take? What do they have to prepare themselves for? You know, what are the ups and downs, the ins and outs, of pros and the cons? 
So my advice to anybody that wants to get into this game is uh, it's, it, it is commission-based. So, so the easiest way to say that is uh, if, if you don't sell houses, man, you don't make no money. And I've been I've I've been blessed to where I've been put in a position to where I've been I mean I've been selling but I mean it's you just like anything else man you got to put the work in so you got to be ready to come in and put the work in but uh it, basically you got to take a national test and you got to take a state test and you basically got to it's it's basically the rules of the game you learn the rules of the game um, and from there man it's just all up to you to run your own business at that point you're an independent contractor and you got to run your own business. You got to get your own clientele and you got to basically brand yourself. You sound like you when you used to sell music out the trunk of your car, man, having to build up everything. Yeah, <laughs> hey, man, hey, it's, the, it, 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 it's just how, exactly how I go. And I don't want to get on here and sound like I know everything, man. I've only been doing this for about two years and it's, it's, it's a lot of realtors in Lynchburg. I think it's about a thousand. So it's, it's a lot of competition, man. But um, I am out here grinding. Um, and like I said, I've been blessed to. To be able to do this, and uh, I've so I think I sold about 25, 25 this year. So yeah, it's uh, I've been that's, rolling. That's a good number. Yeah, that's a good number. Yeah, for man. Brands, man. Brands, yeah, man. I, pre- I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that, man. And I, I I plan on keeping it rolling. If y'all know anybody looking to buy or sell, man, send them my way. Tell everybody, you know, where they can find you if need be. You know, you know how they can contact you about buying a home, and you know where they can find you in, in the business that you work for. Definitely, definitely. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, it's Everett Sparrow. Um, you can call me Richie. I work for uh, Keller Williams over in Forest. I represent the uh, Cornerstone Group. Uh, my broker is Randy Higgins. Uh, y'all can contact me on Facebook. Just look me up, Richie Sparrow, or you can contact me directly, uh, 540-817-0670. All right. All right, man. Appreciate you, my brother, for giving us your time and educating us on this information that a lot of people been dying to hear, man. Yeah, man. I appreciate y'all having me. Any other time y'all want me on, man, just uh, if y'all have any questions, shoot them my way, brother. Like I said, everybody, we want to thank y'all for listening to Stone's Motivation. I'm your host, Mo, with the J.S. Skeezy himself, Jay Stone. Hey. And Ricky, thank you again for, for sure. being on the podcast. So now we really appreciate you for taking the time out, and thank you for you know letting the world know about how they can purchase homes and you know that they can come to you to get a good quality home. Appreciate for it, sure. my Definitely, right, man. Y'all have a good night. Great night, too, man. What up, world? It's your boy Jay Stone, man. And y'all tuning in to my new podcast, Stone Motivation. On this episode right here, I got a special guest, Miss Symphony Speaks. Hey, how y'all doing? My name is Symphony Speaks, a.k.a. Modern Amazement, a.k.a. Sim Style B. And I'm so happy to be here with Jay this evening. Okay, okay, okay. Well, I see you real stylish and you've been with the fashion, doing a lot with that or whatever. So the first question I want to go into with you is, what motivated you to get into fashion? Oh man, like I've always kind of had like a passion for fashion. I think when I was, let's see, I was still over on Riverman, I remember. So I had to at least have been in like the fourth grade. I wow. started my own little, I didn't have no clothes, but I had my little brand. It was Moxie Girl. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> That's dope. this is going to be my thing. So I always wanted to be a fashion designer and a stylist. Um, but like 
I've always kind of had like different style, you know. So back before it was cool to be different. So I got caught everything, rainbow braid, everything <laughs> in the world. But now it's like the those same people that was picking on me are the same people that be on Instagram. Like, oh, I love your stuff, and you know, you got that unique style. So I mean, it's no, it's no hate or anything like that. All this stuff motivated me to start my own thing, and I, you know, used to shop at thrift stores and places like Walmart and stuff like that while everybody was buying Jordans. Okay, okay. I was the person that you would be like, damn, didn't you see that at Walmart? Like, Yeah, <laughs> so, but you make it look good. Yeah, so yeah. I had to like, figure out how to like get away with it, you know? <laughs> so yeah. I, that's when I first started like, you know, sewing and like ripping stuff up. I used to get in trouble all the time. <laughs> you sound <laughs> you like, like my daughter Kaylee, like she's into fashion well. She be rip, ripping her clothes up, making her own pieces as well. Yep, so. that's how you gotta do it. That's how you get an original piece. Yeah. So, um, my brand now, I do uh, make clothes from scratch, but I still have kept that element of okay. um, thrifted and like vintage things like that. And I find one of a kind pieces for people and I style them. Okay, okay. So with the fashion or whatever, what other elements of that do you do you like enjoy? Like I know you say you style people. Um, what else like excites you? Like what parts of it do you really like? I love like the dramatics of fashion. Like I love runway like avant-garde basically avant-garde means um it's a french term which means like before it's time okay. so um just everything out of the box i like things that people would never even really think that i would like like i like japanese street style and stuff like that um yeah just all sorts of elements and i'm a writer too so um i like you know I'm, I'm working on a project, I will say that. A fashion okay, okay. project, um, like a book on styling. But I love just the basics of styling as well. Um, just like, you know, capsule wardrobe and everything like that. It, there's so many different ways that you can go with fashion. Like, either you can have all, your whole closet, two, three, four, five closets, yeah. or you can have a core wardrobe and have accessories and have a new outfit. Yeah, that's what a lot of people do. They accessorize a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So with that being said, uh, have you ever did any um, fashion shows where you design people and stuff? Oh, gosh. Yes. Um, I think the first fashion show I did was um, Jay from my college. Um, it was with Asad, students of African descent. Okay. Um, and I, I think that was in 2000. If I'm not mistaken, that was my first fashion show. Wow, okay. And I did, man, one, I know I did more than eight, less than 20. I can't, I stopped counting, but <laughs> I, that is my favorite. I always call myself the crazy fashion lady because <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, man, why did I sign up for this? I'm like up at all hours of the night, sewing, sewing machine always breaks every fashion show. Yeah, you sound but like then everybody else. It's like you put in months and months of work for like 20 minutes worth of dramatic but it's like it's a high like i get it and i always be like i'm not doing no more fashion shows for and a little then, while and then you get back into it yeah. i immediately <laughs> sign up for another one right after <laughs> that's what that's how it is that's how it is so like what um things in the fashion industry has motivated you and what things that kind of like this you that you could try to give other people that want to get into the business on um, tips about um well 
I will say this that when you deal with fashion um, and like when you basically when you're presenting yourself to a group, mm-hmm. you have to have thick skin because there's going to be a lot of people. Everybody wants to be a cook in the kitchen. If you know what I'm saying, yeah. like yep. it's a lot going on, and you have to go in knowing what you want, knowing what you will accept, what you won't accept, and just showcasing your brand. You know. So I would say definitely make sure that you give yourself a pep talk before you get into it. Um, but just remember to like always have fun and keep your integrity to your brand always because no matter what, people are going to try to get you to do a lot of different things. So just make basically make sure that you have what you want to do and do it. Okay, okay. Alright, so you know, this show right here, I bring a lot of entrepreneurs, artists, and different business owners in. And a lot of them, you know what I'm saying, be looking for stylists and different people to style them or whatever. So if anybody interested in buying your pieces or getting styled, what's on some websites they could reach you on and contact you on? Yes, yes. I First of all, I work with men and women. I work with the LGBTQ community. Um, I love styling in and everybody kids. So anybody with any budget um, can definitely hit me up. Um, I, I, yeah, I... Please, I love fashion. I will style the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> so, what sites can they hit you up on? I'm on Instagram. Um, you can either hit my personal uh, Instagram, Symphony Speaks. That's S Y M P H A N Y Speaks. Or um, my fashion brand is Modern Amazement. Um, how it sounds um, on Instagram. And you can email me at symphonyspeaks at gmail.com. And Pretty much any other way. Um, Twitter. I'm on Twitter, Snapchat, all that. So. Okay. Well, there you have it, folks, right there. If you're looking to get styled, uh, you know, some interested in getting some custom pieces done, then she's the one you need to hit up. You know what I'm saying? Miss Stephanie Speaks. It's been great having you on the show. Thank 